Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to The Glitter Boys. Today we feature the return of what may have become our favorite new villains of the Palladium universe, at least as of the time that we started this series. We have Sourcebook 2, the Mechanoids. Now, this was my first exposure to the Mechanoids. Uh, I had never actually read any of the Mechanoids books back in the day. So when I got this in my teens, this was my first exposure to it, it was through Rifts. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, last year we did the actual Mechanoids trilogy, which was fantastic. So it was really good to get that backstory of where they came from. Yeah. I have always been taken with with the the concept of the Mechanoids. It is for especially for an out the out of the gate game. Yeah. It was it's an amazing piece of work. And uh I really like the the dedication at the beginning of this too. Did you read that? Or I did. Did you did you flip it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was so that was very real and that was very raw. And he, he really he really spoke to a part of me as as a person who's made a lot of weird little projects that went nowhere. How much it means that to have someone at the very beginning who believes in what you're doing and who thinks it's cool and how much yeah. even that one little bit will 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 help, you know, someone who's got a black and white photocopied cover of the mechanoids become the paper juggernaut that is palladium books with hundreds of books, you know, I mean, and yeah, it's just, it, these people are important and I'm, I'm glad that he remembered him. I like that one sentence as uh, a cheerful voice on the other end of the phone. Uh, that bites, yeah. that, that, that bites hard, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with loss. It, it <laughs> getting deep for just a moment it it's something that is frequently on my mind the loss of friends and loved ones how the loss of pets so it's I, I really appreciate when someone else demonstrates not only do they feel that loss but they can appreciate it and and, and kind of honor that person honor yeah. that 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 soul that graced their life for a period of time in a positive way yeah, that. What you said way better than I did. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the next page actually has a uh, a floating gun alien, so there's that. <laughs> Looking pretty cool there. <laughs> All right, so there's a special thanks called at the bottom here. It says, special thanks to Newton Ewell. Who, Newton Ewell, Ewell, I'm just going to say Newton mm-hmm. Ewell, who made the uh, the new mechanoid designs. Dear God, Newton Ewell's art in this is phenomenal. He really brought new life into these mechanoids. I'm agreed. uh, Yeah. Clap, clap. Bravo, Newton. This is some good stuff. I I really like the, like a lot of things have done this. Like the Zentradi did this very well in, in, in the art. And that's like a smooth carapace with a lot going on at the seams. And the mechanoids lend themselves to that. And I really, I've always liked that art style, no matter what yeah. the the IP was that used it. Like that piece on page six from Newton, it, mm-hmm. 
it looks like an evolution of the long style in all the right ways. Yeah. Yeah. Including the cock cannon. <laughs> there always there's a cock cannon on the cover of the goddamn book. <laughs> yeah. <he's, laughs> or, or a cock spike. <laughs> a cock spike. <laughs> There is a lot I really liked about this book, and I'll I'll give some broad strokes before we get into the, just mm-hmm. the the stuff. I I love the subject matter. I loved it being brought into riffs. I loved I loved the villains that came with the setting, and I loved how it affected the villains in the setting, um, specifically Archie and Hagen. I liked some of the cults. There is something I did not like though, and that was the uh, the ABMs. Oh, the uh, the good mechanoids. Yeah, I didn't like that. I prefer my foes implacable. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it, it's also just using up pages to be like, and the ABM. Here's its stats, but you notice yeah. the ABM. <laughs> yeah. So a high level review of what you get from this source book. You're going to get some prophecies that open the book up. Then these prophecies are coming from some dude at Laszlo who does like magical shit or something. Anyway, he's got these prophecies of doom that's going to come to the Rift's world in a number of cycles of waves of, of doom. Mm-hmm. And this actual, this set of prophecies here is heavily quoted among the fandom. It's, it's heavily referenced on the forums because this set of prophecies is still considered part of the design vision of the Rifts setting today, all the way through with the whole minion wars that were very recent stuff. That this it's really awesome looking back and seeing this and then knowing what's coming and how they stuck to it. So yeah, we have this prediction of doom that as a longtime fan, well done. Good good for sticking to it. And this book is specifically about the first doom, which is something that Archie causes by messing with things he shouldn't have. He opens a portal from that portal come the mechanoids and uh, well, you know, he, he cuts them off before they get too heavily here. Unfortunately, it's not enough and they become the first major doom that could potentially destroy the planet. You know, I, I always have this weird disconnect, not to take it in a completely different direction, but uh, when the, the, the coming danger paragraph on, on eight, uh, whenever, whenever I see the word symbology, all, I, all that goes in my head is boondock saints. Symbolism. I'm sure you meant symbolism. <laughs> no? It, fell flat? Okay, me, cool. I, I don't remember that a lot. I remember the movie. It was a great fucking movie. I, I think symbology does actually mean something i maybe i don't know it's, that's the whole language argument and if enough yeah, people yeah. agree it does yeah but uh, we'll okay, just we'll but... just cut that <laughs> <laughs> well well okay here, here's forecasting some ideas i think symbology is the mystical version of symbolism it's where you're divining meaning of life from it like symbolism, I think, is what writers do, what fucking John Steinbeck does in his novels and Moby Dick and all of that shit. I think symbology mm-hmm. is when that stuff affects the world and you're predicting the future like Nostradamus. That that's my claim. Whatever. <laughs> I, I think I think it's just the why. Cause then you're you get in from, you know, 
uh, numerology and, and stuff like that. I think that's where, I, I don't know. It's just, it always raises my hackles. Well, man, you need to get with the wordology here. I, you know, I really do. And you're entirely, <laughs> entirely right. Um, I don't, I don't know if I vibe with your speakology here. <laughs> fuck. All right. All right. I mean, uh, I mean, no, let's keep it PG 13. <laughs> One thing I do really like about this though, is that everyone takes this very seriously. Uh, the coalition takes it seriously. Like no one bands together against, you know, the, the great and coming evil. Everyone's very reserved about it. All the great powers of the rifts, uh, world. But I do, I do like the nuanced reactions that everyone has and the time they took to explain those nuanced reactions. So no matter where in the, oh, hello, kitchen. So no matter where in the, uh, the, the world, there you go. I have a cat <laughs> it's coming from <laughs> that, uh, you have a place with a little bit of background as to how your people are receiving this. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's, Something that Palladium, I think, has always been good at is presenting facts, little touches, yeah, and their reasons for doing the things that mm. they do. No, cat, you need to get off. Come here. No, no. I just want to get for letting the cat in the recording room. Mm. <laughs> That's okay. The the Splugorth, you know, you even get reactions from them. Um, you get little side quests. The the Children of Doom and Neri the Neuron Beast and what what he wants and what he's here for. Yeah. I, I, I like that it goes great and small. Like we see what the large mm-hmm. factions are doing and then we see what these crazy fuckers in the woods are doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and depending on the level of your party, and this is what what I really like about this. This is an, an adventure for levels six to eight. You, you can fit into this at any level. And I really like that. This could be your, your first level party. This could also be your 10th level party. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, there, there's space for everyone here. And I, I really love, fuck, I love their world building. I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> well, also looking at the threats that are going to be coming up later in this book, those aren't first level threats. <laughs> they absolutely are. Yeah. Um, and in fact, they, they even speak on it as to how to, how to take it up and take it down. And like, yeah, the, the threats are bad and like the capability is bad, but they also give you ways to reason your way through it and not like slog your combat slog your way through it if if you're you know if you're clever yeah so something that i think that this book also does very well is it follows naturally out of source book one which mm-hmm. was the the book on archie so yeah. this is and this is all about you know the first book is all about the archie adventure and this is all about an adventure that archie caused that kind of branches out of his control so I, I do think that they could make a nice lead in specifically like all of the ev- uh, the evolution of Archie's robots and Hagen's mm-hmm. personal battle armor. <laughs> I I love that there's like almost a whole page that's um, basically, oh, if you thought you killed Archie at the end of the last book. No, 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 you're wrong. Uh, if you thought you killed Hagen. No, I'm afraid you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> And if you really did kill it, well, then it's just Archie Four. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just really fun, and that's why we just have that reaction to Archie. And uh, one of my favorite new pieces of art is on page twenty-seven. That's terrifying. It's one of the new Archie robots. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker, dude. That's just terrifying. I mean, it takes the concept of the silver-skinned Terminator 
but yeah. just makes it even more horrifying in my opinion. Yeah, it's because it doesn't have the nose. It, that makes it alien. Oh yeah, and, you know, and, that's the, a, and the and the chest plastron. Yeah, that's an astute observation. You're right. Yeah, yeah. no nose means evil. <laughs> evil people breathe through their mouths. <laughs> <sighs> uh, it then goes into the mechanoids. It talks about their uh, where they came from, how they are like how what we did to them to make them you know what they are i don't think we did it but a humanoid race somewhere long ago in mm, a galaxy humankind. far far away yeah i it's it's humankind uh, specific race of humans not humanoid yeah now they, they hate they hated what we did so much and i can completely buy it that that they've since done that to all bipeds with two arms and one head I mean, I know it says a race of humans, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, I mean, if they were a long time ago and hundreds of thousands of light years away, it wasn't <laughs> us. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I like the inclusion of the old art. I It would have been really easy to not do that, but I, I love all that old Simbita art. I really do. Uh, wait, wait. Aren't you the person who calls out every time we see mechanoid art as a joke? I just like, no, oh, not 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 as not because it's bad, just because it's being recycled. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, I I like it, and I am a large enough man that I can contain my own contradictions. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there there is a lot of recycled art, but there's also a lot of good uh, recycled art. Mm. It's this is it's. I mean, there's a reason the mechanoids art gets recycled. They show yeah. shove it in pretty much everywhere, but it's it's good classic palladium stuff I, again it wouldn't be a palladium book if there wasn't a mechanoid art in there somewhere which is why I think Dead Rain was actually ghost written yeah I, and this is okay. uh, and this that would make this the most palladium book that wasn't the mechanoids right yeah yeah this is the most palladium of the palladium books then yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we have the good guy mechanoids yeah yeah, yeah. ABMs aberrant mechanoids <laughs> I don't know. I always liked it. It just seemed like a way to use the old art. Yeah. I mean, they could have just used it anyway, but I, I get, I get why it's, it's fascinating. It's an interesting story hook that if you are the type of game master who wants to bring in sympathetic villains or sympathetic factions of the villain, this is your opportunity to do it whether or not it's a good opportunity is up to you. Okay. I'm going to go a little far afield here. All right. I think the reason that I, I really have a, a trouble with the sympathetic villain, uh, just concept in general, like it, I've always, I, I like my villains to be evil and I like my heroes to be good. And that is because I think the struggle is always like internal. I don't like you're, you're overcoming inside and outside in a heroic story, like your own, your own fear, your own, weariness your own pain and i i think that's where the the meat of the story should fall and i just don't want to have sympathy for the freaking villain i just don't i want him to be evil i want him to be implacable and then i want to feel nothing but joy when he's dead but look at their origin story their origin story is completely sympathetic the fact that the mechanoids were initially benevolent they did so many things 
for love of their creators and then the creators turn against them. Why, father? Why? No, the Frankenstein story is a little different. I, I'm talking about more like a Kylo Ren kind of get get to know you, be on the side of the villain kind of thing. And that's, that's I just, I don't really like that. But that's a personal take. No, I, I get you. I, I, I'm not, I don't want to like my villains either. But what if factions within the villains realize the error of their ways and at least do something to help you beat the other bad guys? Which is what I think these are supposed to be. Like, oh, I mean, it's it's okay. I just I don't, that that was that was the one part I didn't like. I really liked the rest of this book. All right, I don't really have an opinion on the aberrant mechanoids. I'm just fascinated by your disdain for them. Yeah, um, I just didn't like it. <laughs> it. It just it just like it doesn't really go into why either. Like n- not in any like real giveable way it's just it's really just feels like an excuse to you know sell it right back to you like you have all this great new art like fantastic new art and like there's you know kevin was like well well, but i want to use my stuff (laughs) come on guys (laughs) okay well here's what we're gonna do (laughs) but you know that's just me I, i don't know you get stuff you get all the mechanoids you get the new mechanoids the old mechanoids I really like the uh, the one on 56, what I call the Battletech mechanoid. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That that is a that is a work of art. That is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And the one on the next page is the Invid mechanoid. Mhm. Yep, yep. Pretty like, much. When you when you look at what Palladium does and you you realize that really no one else could have had the properties that they had. Like no one else could have done Robotech. Nobody. These are really interesting designs for creatures. They, Mm -hmm. they uh, all harken back to the original mechanoid style, which, you know, if you look at the, the samples of the ABM of mechanoids here that are presented at the Mm -hmm. old style mechanoids, you see where it's all rooted. And what I love is that it's, it's, it does have this, this, atmosphere of inspiration from the 60s and the 70s like you can clearly see inspiration from the cybermen from the daleks Mm -hmm. from space 1999 from this corrupted world of tomorrow Mm -hmm. they they look like the world of tomorrow that came back to kick our butts and i love that evolution of it in here where you still see those roots of the corrupted world of tomorrow, but now they are basically, you know, that if they were introduced yeah. to some sort of external stimulus that inspired them to become even more badass. I agree. It's it's really good stuff. And I, I, I think what was it? Uh the extermination of their race in an unknown way, and these just being the fractured survivors that were called into Rift's Earth kind yep. of gives Gives light to that. Can we talk about the pole dancing glitter boy on page ninety? Like, I, like <laughs> I'm really sure that he's about to to like lean in and ask if I if I'm interested in a private dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me pull this up. Oh my, yeah, he's. Yeah. Uh, I mean that, that that's sexy. not a power pose. That's that's a that's more of a, a lithe seductive pose for power armor. That's which a, is odd. That's a calendar pose. Yeah. 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 Glitter Boy November. 
It's it's just strange to me. I thought it was a strange pick. I, I really like the 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 art on the two pages before that. And I know it's throwback art to the original Mechanoids mm-hmm. trilogy, but it's it, just like I said in those episodes. It's a mechanoid uh, base and all the yeah. this is what this is the and this is what this grasping claws. Yeah. Uh, this is what this no, tiny little gear here that you probably didn't even care what it did, but here's what it does. <laughs> like I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. And that old grayscale pencil art. Ugh. Yeah. So good. There's a lot of little, like, they, they give you an overview of what they see the grand adventure, the overarching adventure is. And then yeah. they give you, like, lots of little entry points, like Liberty, Evil Among Humans. Um, what was it? Uh, the Like, there was a raider that was, like, Wiley Willy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Wiley Willy Gladansky. <laughs> the bad cat gang there, there's there's <laughs> lots of places to like i said to to insert yourself a mind melter named sweet sue yeah it. one of the things that they get here is uh, in one of the adventures they you have to stop the mechanoids from uh completing a factory where they're mm-hmm. trying to build more of their things now when we did the previous episode i'm talking about rifts uh, the rifter number seven in it was a scalabot that could produce more of itself. And when I was, I read that and then I read the reread source book two in preparation for this discussion, I got to thinking, man, you want to take it up a level. What if the mechanoids capture a few of those and reverse engineer them? That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> would be very bad. <laughs> oh yeah. And suddenly the mechanoids <sighs> are capturing people and alien style implanting mm. mechanoid babies in them or some shit like that. That would be wonderful. Ugh. Or just consuming just their persons. biomass to make more mechanoids. Mm. Mm. One thing I really like about, about the mechanoids is they are, they're, they're a simple, they're an elemental adversary. And maybe that just says more about me that that's what I'm like really drawn to. It's like, I don't want to think, I just want to kill. But I, I do I do like that. Now, that said, they are not in their typical position of power in this setting. Correct. This is the moment of dislodgement before they become their overwhelming wave again. Um, this is a, a galaxy-spanning badass culture that apparently fought with itself and uh, is now reduced to these shattered, uh, shattered remnants. Now, they've taken shelter with Archie. Which is a, like a whole, a, a whole thing in and of itself. And Archie is tentatively, like humoring them, but you know, Arch, Archie is, is long term. He doesn't he doesn't like pull the trigger really fast. He he does realize the threat that they are. Yeah, yeah. but he he still wants to to get what he can from them as well. That said, he's also sent out Hagen, <laughs> not only to keep him safe and away from them, which I found touching. Yeah, but to uh, but to uh, start killing the the mechanoids and keep them contained. Yeah, call call their ranks, call their numbers. Yeah, this whole campaign is one of those kill the seed adventures. Like mm-hmm. you, there's a potential here for world destroying doom. You have to stop. You got to stop the self replicating machines from replicating. And yeah. if you can prevent that from happening, then. You've quote unquote saved the world as much as you can save that fucked planet that Rift's Earth is. Yeah. 
there is a lot of really dark flavor text here. Yeah. I think it was, what is it? Right after the, uh, right after the, uh, the, the smutty glitter boy. (laughs) (laughs) He's, He's had a bit much to drink. No more. But, uh, there's this, this page, page something story about, uh, just this scene, this survivor scene where you're, where you find this, this person from a burned out town and it's, it's dark, man. I mean, like clutching broken bodies of children that they, they, I mean, it's, it's hard. Uh, it, it was, it was actually a, kind of a rough read for me. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does an apocalypse like palladium. That's very true. <laughs> on the, on the scale of, do you need like, cause we kind of do this with some of these books. I, I would say this is a yes. Um, along with the, the, uh, the Archie book. My thought is if you are looking for a campaign and you got no ideas, get this because this, this has the foundations for a complete long-term campaign. It, it's got a lot of good stuff here. However, long-term, if you are the kind of GM who just doesn't really care about the whole four dooms and whatnot, it's ultimately skippable. It, everything is contained I mean, yeah. in this book, and the mechanoids are only vaguely ever referenced again. That said, this gives you this 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 gives you enough to literally do a a ten year campaign. Absolutely, like, there, there's there's enough levels, there's enough there's enough background, there's enough motivations that if if you can't if you can't villain yourself. That this this has got you. This has got the entire seed that you need for a long, long drawn out fight. And you could easily just grab the Mechanoids trilogy that they uh, combined and published years back. Get a copy of that. Uh, do a little bit of uh, math rejiggering to update its stats. Mm-hmm. Inspired by the creatures from this, and you can take your Rifts Mechanoids campaign into Mechanoid space, so that when that book finally does get printed, you'll be ready for it. No, I already did the Inception with Rifter Seven. We can't do it again here. Brom. <laughs> 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 that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, uh, yeah, I would. I would like to. Uh, Invade classic riffs with uh, new riffs. That would set be up a one shot where, where we just kind of like invade uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with After the Bomb or. Uh, uh, yeah. Kind of like a kind of like not, not so much like a, a story time thing, unless it's like you are in the arena of the gods kind of thing. But I, I think it would just be fun from a purely like combat mechanic perspective. Or maybe I'm just like a really serious nerd who gets off on that kind of thing. I, I don't know. It, it could be both. I would love to play in it. I don't think I have the chops to run it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, well, we'll ask Buckley. He's the he's the official ambassador. I don't know how big on mechanoids he is, but uh, if we can get him to do some mechanoids, I'm in. Totally. <laughs> I don't know. I think part of the reason I, I recommend it is just because I... I was so blown away by what the mechanoids were for an out of the gate uh, game that it was just, it's, it's, I still have admiration for it. And oh, yeah. I like, I'll, I'll certainly buy anything with the name on it just because I'm, I was impressed. I still am. I think it's a good book and I, I don't want to, yeah. I'm not throwing shade on it at all. I'm not saying don't buy it. I think in the grand scheme of things, depending upon what your funds may be, like if, if you're coming to Rifts and you have X amount of monies, 
Mm-hmm. Mechanoids is a good side story. It, unless you're planning on making a fully mechanoids campaign, you're not going to get much more out of it. Yeah. I have always, one of my, my former uh, DMs did this with second edition and uh, second edition D and D. And that was, there was never a campaign. The way she ran it was this whole living, breathing world with so many different things happening. And you could dip your toe in or you could just run around like a pinball on fucking crack, just being bounced from one inexplicable thing that was fully formed, never off the cuff to another. And it was it was an amazing, amazing way to do it. I wish she still did it, but she does. I, I love sandbox campaigns with open open yeah. borders. You know, open borders and infinite horizons kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. my jam. Yeah, I agree. So, Danny, if you could get back to doing that, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything else to say about it? I think I think I said most of what I had to say really with mechanoids. I, I like how they how they dropped into riffs. I think it's a good fit. But it closes off the book with some random tables. I love random tables, some encounter rolls. <laughs> love them. Always, always a plus in my book. Uh, mm-hmm. And it actually has some new character sheets. <laughs> new. It has some new right. character sheets for the time that I think actually look pretty cool. So, uh, you know, honestly, it's a good book. It's a good book. I love the art. I, I love the story. Yeah. Get it. Run a mechanoids campaign. It is hard when you look at like a uh, a Rift's character sheet, too, because you, you could, without even stretching the imagination into what you have on you, you, you could easily do three to four pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could do three to four pages writing down the stats of a suit of armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that kind of crunch. I really do. Oh, it's good. Crunch. All right. Well, well thanks for listening, everyone. That was uh, Mechanoids and Riffs, and I, I like it. Yeah. If you have uh, thoughts on the Mechanoids, please join our Discord and start up a conversation. If you agree with me, you get like uh, you get bonus emojis. I'm pretty sure that's how Discord runs, right? If you agree uh, with Matthew. I, I think you have to pay for them on the server side. So if you agree with Matthew, convince him to buy emojis for our server. <laughs> I think they should buy emojis from, yeah, the whole server. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just babbling at this point. Yep, Thanks, everyone. Yep, yep. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.